0: Welcome back to Gossip Happy Hour. This is your host, Riley Wilkes. You're listening to this on Wednesday, August 12th, and I just want to first of all say a very happy birthday to my father, Scott Wilkes. I love you a lot, and I hope it's a great day. With that, let's get into the drama for this week. It feels like recently, every day, something new pops up, and it's like you can't even keep up. I personally have notifications on for most entertainment networks on Twitter, and I have it for TikTok and on Instagram, and my phone all day just blows up. And it seems like it's all for dumb shit, which most entertainment stuff is, but there's still, we got to cover it, and for all of you guys, I'm pretty sure, hopefully it's entertaining. So for this week, it is just me as your host. Um, I'm also looking for a co-host, so if any of you guys out there are interested, coming on a podcast once a week, talking for a little bit, we cover, as you know, a wide range of topics, and I would love to hear you guys and see who's interested. Um, Gina will be... A guest from now on appearing in different segments, but she is no longer a full time host. So I'm looking forward to see who's interested, and I would love to meet y'all. Getting into the tea for this week, we're gonna start with Bachelorette. So there's been a lot of bombshells covered this week. We're gonna start off with they have officially confirmed. By they, I mean all the outlets and media networks and like reality Steve confirmed that Taysha will be the next Bachelorette. So she is officially confirmed. It is her season. A lot of all the speculation about it being Hannah Ann or anyone else going into La Quinta, California, I believe that's where they're filming. It's been reported not true. They are there for cameos, and it is her season. So, getting into that, there has been more revealed about Claire's time as The Bachelorette. Reality Steve posted a column, and spoiler warning ahead for all of you guys who don't want to know, but that he cleared up a few things regarding Claire's time so first of all what is really shocking to me and previously contradicts pretty much everything I said on last week's episode about Claire and Dale and I assume they had a pretty short relationship that is not the case so they never texted or FaceTimed before the season airing Claire however did do extensive research basically on his instagram feed and all of that so she knew she had a strong physical attraction to him and she loved his stories in his past and dale did a lot of digging up because there's a lot to be known about claire from past seasons and everything so he knew a lot about her going in so basically right off the bat they still haven't met but when they met it was an obvious immediate connection they did have a one-on-one date which is important but still it was only two weeks into filming when and the whole notion of Claire being difficult and hard to work with wasn't true. The Bachelor producers actually loved the idea because, like Reality Steve says, during COVID, there was going to be a boring season this year because they're staying in one place, there's no travel, they're all quarantined. They had to have a twist. So they saw clearly connection, and they approached Claire, basically saying, like, So what do you want? Like, it's obvious it's him. No one else really stood a chance. Like, do you want to stay? Do you want to leave? We need to sort of figure this out. And Claire was willing to do it because she knew Dale was the one already. But Claire falls hard. If you've watched any of the past seasons, you know Claire is very upfront with how she feels. She knows what she wants, and she's not going to let time dictate their relationship. The one thing that is not known is if Claire is engaged with Dale. There has been no confirmation on that. There are speculation that they are, but I, I know Claire is impulsive, and I know she falls hard. But two and a half weeks, and they're already. Enga- I don't believe that. That can't be the case. I know in the Bachelor world they seemed like, but like a month is barely enough time. That's how long they usually film for. Two and a half weeks. I have to believe she's smarter than that. So Dale was spotted in North Dakota. (laughs) I think that's where his family was from. So that caused people to be like, oh, maybe they're not. Like, why is he there? But I think it was just that he went to go visit some family or something, and then he's going to return back to... Because Claire has yet to leave the bubble. That's also an important thing. Claire has officially been staying in La Quinta. She hasn't gone back to Sacramento, hasn't gone anywhere else, so she's still there. And I'm expecting that they're going to continue to film their relationship in the bubble that they're in in the hotel and have that play side-by-side to Tayshia's season, which I think is actually going to be really interesting because we, the one sort of two-batchelette season we had was with Caitlyn and someone else, I forget her name, but they sort of allowed the contestants to be like, hey, here are your options, like, who do you want? And they picked Caitlyn, and that was only lasted one episode because that was on the first night. But this season is going to have Tasha and her men and then Claire and her relationship with Dale. Now, I'm going to make a hot take here. I think they actually work out. I think I trust... I do trust Claire. I've watched Claire since the beginning. Juan Pablo was actually my first season I ever watched. She didn't take shit from him. She didn't take shit in, during Bachelor Winter Games with the German. She knows husband material when she sees it. And she's not going to accept anything less. So I believe that she watched the show. So if they got engaged already, that is a whole different story. Because... If you get engaged two and a half weeks into actually knowing each other, that's not going to work out at all. So I'm excited to see what happens. But with Taysha, Taysha did not get any new men as of now. So they were about, I believe, they had about four rose ceremonies. So there's probably no more than 15 people left. So she's going to stick with that cast because they've called about seven people back and that got eliminated, didn't make it, or was in the first group of people released. And they also said Which, again, it's like, hey, like, fuck you. I'm not your second cho- choice. So she's going to have a more, which I think is better, because she doesn't have that limited, she doesn't have a lot of time. Because they're not going to extend the season for her. So she'll have the limited amount she has to spend with a group, select group of guys who I'm sure she's, Read up on because they're the same men as Claire and have heard things maybe from Claire. Maybe they allow her to talk. And we've know some cameos there. Um Sydney, who was on Bachelor in Paradise and who was on Colton season, is there. Hannah Ann, who was just eliminated from no. Yes, that's correct. So and then Peter, who, um former winner of his season, Hannah Ann, is also there. So people thought she might be the Bachelorette, because Everyone loves her, but no, she's just there for a cameo. Um, Ashley and Jared, one of Bachelor Nature- Nation's, like, face of the franchise, successful relationship. They're married. They'll be there. And I believe a few others as well. Nothing more than a cameo. Ta- the one thing I need to emphasize, it is Tayshia's season. She is the bachelorette. But that is not the only drama really happening in Bachelor Nation right now. So recently, this past week, Becca and Garrett ended their relationship. And for a lot of fans of the show, this might not surprise them. So Becca was the Bachelorette about, let's see, it was Hannah two seasons ago. And this was a controversial season because after he already won... There was a report made by the great Ashley Spivey, great follow on Twitter. She's really amazing. She has a book club, and she's very much focused on social justice. But that he had, like, on Instagram, past photos that were sort of mocking Parkland survivors, mocking transphobia, mocking mocking transgenders. so it was transphobic, and mocking feminism. And Becca is a die-hard liberal. And then when she was presented with the news that clearly Garrett is a staunch conservative, people assume this might have a damage on the relationship. But Garrett did apologize on live TV, whether he meant it or not is debatable, and Becca and him were fine. So they've been dating for about a year now, And then recently in the news, Garrett posted on his Instagram story sort of belittling the Black Lives Matter movement, basically saying, hey, like, Blue Lives Matter, like, back the blue, like, cops are heroes and stuff, but which sort of just contradicts everything that Black Lives Matter is fighting for and equality, which Becca is so for and such an activist when it comes to it. So, people... And people did notice that they were posting less on IG together, that they weren't necessarily the same social media presence and lovebirds that they were before. And so, they did break up. Um, I believe it was E! News who reported that, but neither one of them have spoken or confirmed it yet. So... While it's pretty obvious that's what happened, it is weird that none of them have took to social media to address it. Which makes you wonder if there's more to the breakup than that. And because everyone knows that the reason is because of what he posted, probably. But I don't think Becca is the kind of person to go on social media and bash her ex-fiance, which is if she wants to explain how the breakup is, that's sort of what it's going to come out as. And I don't think she wants to do that, but they were serious. So I'm sure she's sort of taking this time to actually like digest everything that happened. And again, if it's officially like it's, they broke up, but whether there's a chance of them reconciling or getting back together is unknown. So maybe she does want to preserve that. Maybe Garrett does. But I did really like them as a couple. I do think Garrett's a nice guy. I think he's sweet, but I think he's very misinformed about a lot of the issues going on. But um, Becca is, again, in L.A., so we'll see if it's talked about it there or not. So, yeah, that's basically your rundown for this week's Bachelorette news. Again, we're getting more and more information about it each day, and I'm sure next week it's going to be a whole new thing that I'll – Sort of contradict everything I said today, and I'll have to create a whole new view on it. But yes, and on Thursday, there's supposed to be a podcast about Colton with Reality Steve. And it is rare that prominent members of the Bachelor franchise go on his podcast because in their contracts, they're basically not allowed to because the franchise hates him. So we'll see. You only really go on that podcast to bash former producers and things if you listen he had a podcast with luke parker who shat on the entire franchise. it's actually a good listen it tells you a whole different story than what they painted he had becca on who's not a fan of the fr- franchise he's had who else he had a, a lot of people on he also had on jenna cooper who was in that huge cheating scandal with jordan who he himself bashed on for the whole process because it looked like what she did was wrong so he's had multiple conversations, but with people that do not like... Like, he would never have Ashley or Jared on. He would never have people like Rachel Lindsay or probably others like Ben Higgins, the Bachelor's lover boy or fanboy or cover guy. <laughs> so, yeah, that's this week's, and I'm excited to see what next week has in store with all the details we're going to get, because apparently he discusses some things that have not been talked about publicly yet. And next up, we got something that I just want to touch on because I'm happy to see it. It looks like Kanye is finally doing better. He has been posting videos of him smiling, playing with his kids outside, and I'm just happy as hell. I'm glad he was able to take some time and just hopefully better himself and control his episodes. And I also read that him and Kim are really trying hard to save their marriage, which I think is amazing because I think Kanye does need Kim. And I think she is a great support. And the whole family might be a lot of pressure, but I think it's good to have them because everyone needs a family. And I don't want him to get divorced and, God forbid, lose custody with his kids. And I just think that would be detrimental to him. So I'm really happy to hear that he's doing great and it felt good to see Kanye actually smile again. And the one main question I do have is where the hell is the album? (laughs) He said it was going to be released like two weeks ago and we still have yet to hear it. Donda, I believe it's called, and... Let's just, I'm not mad. I'm not mad, Kanye. I want you to know that I am not mad at you. I am slightly disappointed. But again, we all expected it. Kanye does not release his music on time like we all knew this. But if you're doing good and you're ready to get back into music, I'm real excited to hear what you have come up with. So that's what I want to talk about. And next up, we got a lot of TikTok drama to get into. And it's gonna start with something not huge news, but definitely noteworthy. Dixie and Griffin confirmed that they're all, they're on good terms. so that makes me wonder I don't think Dixie would just make up with somebody unless new information came into light. so it must have downplayed the whole cheating scandal, but what I it's like you can't I mean you can't edit it to make it look like he cheated. But I don't, there was too many screenshots for it to be all fake. So I'm wondering if they both knew it was for clout. But again, if it was, if Dixie knew it was for Cloud, she wouldn't make that big of a fuss over it. Or if those were, they could also be very old pictures. We did not see dates on the messages or when they were sent. So yeah, so I'm just going to read you a couple of um Griffin tweets that he sent everybody to sent out that sort of lets people know that they're good. So he basically said people on the inter- internet only see what is put out to them. I don't expect anyone to understand, but everything is worked out and on good terms. Dixie in return did like that tweet. So it appears as though they are good. Griffin has put his comments back up on TikTok after banning them he has been posting a ton of youtube videos like i think he's posted like four in the past week one f- f- bryce fake marrying addison who was really nick being one of their friends it was, it was pretty funny um he also learned some new tiktok dances and everything so again i don't wish any hate on anybody again if it's true he deserved what happened and dixie dumping him but i'm glad to see dixie sort of taking the high road and being like hey like, one thing I saw on a TikTok that still relates to this day, it's like, if you hate somebody, you're the only one that's going to feel that shit. Like, they don't feel it. If you hate someone, you hate yourself. So I think it's good that she's letting go. And it's again, it's very mature. Because as we've seen with these TikTok teenagers, they hold grudges and really beef about the stupidest shit ever. It's just not worth it. You have to pick your battles when you're at that high of a level. So next up with the theme of stupid beef is Bryce and Thomas fucking beefing over the stupidest shit. So it starts with Bryce for months has been making fun of the hype house like he always does, just always talking about how their content is fake and I love Bryce, I really do. But he does overuse it. Like he sort of says the same thing every time like they're it's fake. I promise like they don't really actually post anything that's real and it's all stupid. And it's, like, I get that. You think it's fake. But, again, it's, like, you're telling me your content's all real, but, like, you're telling me nothing is planned. Like, they set Blake up on these, like, four anonymous, anonymous little dates once. I'm, you you tell me Blake didn't know about that? Like, so, it's all, and, like, Thomas was basically saying, like, hey, like we make the same content let's not really focus on that and then so in turn they got into this beef on TikTok room like out of all places that you're going to be here in a beef in TikTok rooms comment section like really like that's what you're going to do like they both have no they're both being stupid by being this petty and immature about it so Bryce started off by saying, Thomas, you're 22 years old, filling up pools with colorful balls. We're on two different levels, buddy. Stay in your lane. And whenever anybody adds buddy to the end of the argument, they're trying to provoke you. I just don't give in. And Pet- Thomas Petro responded saying, hey, I'm actually 21. You're right. I'm sorry. I'll stick to making videos my supporters enjoy. You stick to getting locked up for drug use, bowling, people for clout, and shotgunning Red Bulls. I prefer my lane. And Thomas does have a point, like Bryce's whole thing was saying that like Thomas's videos too like family friendly and kitty and immature what but like again, it's his YouTube who gives a shit what he's posting it doesn't harm harm anyone like it's his con- he's still making money off it like who gives a shit, and then he does have a point like all you you do is really Bryce's whole thing is montages of him partying and shotgunning rebels. And I, I get, and again, I personally find it entertaining, but who's to say one way's better. Both of you guys are TikTokers with YouTube. You're none of you guys are Nelk boys or James Charles. Like with those platforms, like why do you care so much about each other's content? And Thomas, again, saying like, this is stupid. Let's, why are we beefing about this? Let's, focus on the thing that happened in lebanon the explosion and which again is fair like why are we talking about something when there's so much going on in the world and bryce said i agree but where was this energy with black lives matter and again he does have a point bryce sold all of his profits from his sh- website partyanimal.shop to the naacp which is an amazing thing and Thomas did make a video about it, but that was pretty much all he spoke about. And he was just lip-syncing a song saying, like, I stand with the Black Lives Matter movement. And then, again, the classic petty TikTok way to show that you're mad at somebody, they unfollowed each other on Instagram, which, like, this is literally what you would do in middle school if you were mad at somebody. And then Bryce tweeted out Thomas Petro is a pussy with screenshots of what they sort of said. And he said... Basically, like, let's not bring drug use into this when members of the Hype House have serious drug problems and you supply the minors with alcohol, but we don't have to talk about that. Let's talk about your contradicting statement about not wanting to start drama because the issues is in Lebanon right now, and then you respond to me. He does have a fair point with, I'm sure the Hype House has some drug problems, whether it's weed or something like a party drug like Coke, or even like lsd which i doubt but you know it's always a possibility and then supplying minors that call there are people under 21 there 18 17 again all high schoolers drink mainly but bryce you can't say that because we've all seen quentin drink we've seen i don't think jaden's 21 i don't think blake's like they all do drink like you do the same thing you're not 21 bryce sorry i just ran to that but yeah bryce is not 21 either and he drinks admittedly so so you can't accuse really Thomas of doing illegal acts when you're just doing the same thing. Again, they Bryce proceeded to challenge him to a boxing match and calling him Thomas Thomas is like 60 pounds heavier than him. I don't I think he, he's definitely in shape. I don't know who would win because Bryce does box, but and he basically said, like, no, I'm not gonna like do that, like that's stupid, which I get, like, you're not just gonna box somebody over something like this. And Bryce just kept nagging on, calling him a pussy. And then Bryce sort of did a YouTube video addressing it and basically just, like, again, calling him a pussy a bunch of times. And then Thomas released a video the same day, didn't say it once. He spent a whole minute talking about Lebanon, how you can donate, how you can raise awareness, which in this round, Thomas definitely took the mature route. Like, Bryce, again, you can't you accuse Thomas of being, like, into views and clickbait and only wanting the fame when. You used it to make a whole video, practically. So, again, it's all stupid. None of it's real. I guarantee you they make videos. Because they have friends in each other's house. Like, Bryce's best friends with Taylor Holder, who's a member of the Hype House. I, he's friends with... I think he's friends with Nick Austin and all of them. So, whether this beef is real... Again, worse... Lil Huddy hooked up with Josh's ex-girlfriend. And they still proceeded to go over to the Hype House. And not beef this much, really, about it past the first night. So, again, it's going to be over. It's incredibly stupid. None of their content is real. None of it's like, oh, I'm God-tier level of YouTube content. Like, congrats. Like, it's not that big of a deal. You both are making money. Like, just be happy about it. So, yeah, that's where I stand on that. So, next up in the TikTok drama, we've got Keo might finally be moving on. Which I'm ecstatic to hear. So as many of you guys know Kyo and Olivia Ponton recently broke up about maybe a month ago. And Kyo never knew why until Lil Huddy tweeted that Keo cheated on Olivia. And Keo was like what the fuck like when-, when did this happen? So he was clearly shocked by it all and I don't I believe Keo. he seems like a genuine guy. Olivia kind of seems like a manipulative based on other actions she's done, such as crop people out of Instagram photos, disabled or comments, stuff like that. And so he's been hanging out with another f- famous TikToker named Riley, and I don't even want to attempt to pronounce her last name. I believe it's like Hubotica. Hubotica. Hubotica, okay. And it looks like they're, they could, again, just be friends, but a lot of people are shipping together and they... One of the biggest things is Kyo looks so happy, which I'm, for a while, he said he wasn't eating for days, he was, like, crying in his room all day, and he finally has a smile, and it's just so great, See, he has a great smile, it looks very sunshiny and everything, and he's a nice-looking kid, so I'm glad he's finally happy, and there was this TikTok of him and her, it was, like, it goes, like, there's a lyric, and it goes, like, bonk, and you, like, hit the, not hit, you tap the person on the other head, and he tweets saying, if I tap you on the head and say, bonk, marry me right now, like, I'm a simp for you. Like, he didn't just tweet that out of his ass, like, he knew what he was saying, and then TikTok Room obviously posted it, and then they clarified, hey, we're just friends, we're just fr-. but, like, everybody said, like, Price and Addison say they're just friends, like, and other couples say, hey, we're just close friends, like Taylor and his assistant which I still believe their thing, but that's a story for a different day Um, so again there's not much to that, but I'm I hope it works out, she's beautiful she seems not like a bitch which is good compared to some other relationships she's had, and again Olivia didn't go through any of the struggles, she's been partying she's been having fun, I'm assuming she's been in other romances since then, but yeah, um, looks like a lot of the Hype House members are trying to get with her, especially Michael Sanzo, and again, Tom posted a YouTube video saying Michael's in love with Olivia, I watched it, like, he did jokingly flirt with her the whole time, but again, could be all for quote-unquote fake content, like Bryce says, Um, yeah, again, again, it just been for fun, but again, she is, as much as I hate her, I don't hate her, but as much as... I dislike her personality and stuff. She, again, is a model. Like, she's beautiful, gorgeous. And I'm sure all of those guys are pining for her. We'll see what ends up happening with her. But, again, it looks like he's moved on. He's hanging out with all the Sway boys again. So, hey, Stan Keo for Clear Skin, and I'm glad he's okay. So, next up, we got TikTok sort of shipping drama news. We have, it looks like Amelie... And Blake are, let's just say, getting to know each other. So a couple weeks ago, Blake posted, uh, like, a questionnaire with his ex, L, and it was also Bryce's ex, them together. And one of the questions was, like, hey, who was the last person I kissed? And Bryce said, Amelie. And he was, like, yep, correct. And they've been hanging out. So they went to go get ice cream the other night. And Blake did say on, um, uh, Griffin's? No, it was on, no, it was Tea Talk with Josh that they were going on a date tonight. So, again, Amelia, you'll hear more about Amelie later because she's in our next segment. But I think she is a genuine person. But, again, with the the thing you have to understand is with all of these TikTokers, we don't know who they are. Again, you can only know so much from somebody in a five-minute YouTube video with TikTok or tweet by them. So, like, we all thought Olivia was not wouldn't do this to Keo, but she did. We all thought Griffin wouldn't do like Griffin was the nice guy, the respectful guy. We didn't think he'd do this to Dixie. So again, I think Blake's nice and nice I like Blake, but whether he's actually a good person like we don't know. They could all be doing this all for clout. So again, we'll we'll have to take that step by step and see. But it looks like again, it looks like they are at least talking. I don't they're definitely not official yet, but They've been making TikToks together, and it's it's cute. I'm happy for them. Um, so that brings us to our next topic, who's canceled of the week. Again, this will be a recurring segment every week. We started it last week, and this week... There wasn't actually a lot of cancellations this week. I had to dig in to find some, but again, there's always something. Someone will cancel, and so second week in a row, Noah, Daddy, Beck. The one and only, again... This is a Noah Beck Stan podcast. I refuse to tolerate any slander on this, but we have to at least acknowledge what he's being canceled for again. And this time, he is being canceled for tagging the wrong dance credits in a TikTok. Yeah, you heard that right. This is so fucking stupid. He tagged this guy named Bryce Parker instead of yodeling Haley in literally... They got so mad that they, I mean, the fan pages that attack everybody. He literally cleared it up in the next video. Like, hey, I'm so sorry to yodeling Haley. I didn't know it was your dance. I sincerely apologize. Like, you don't have to do that for tagging the wrong. Holy shit. He tagged the wrong person. It is not that big of a deal. People were demanding he apologize and, like, come out and speak. Like, no. They... They will try to cancel every pretty person on the app. It's just not fair. I mean, they're trying to ruin Noah back for us, and we will not allow that to happen. I refuse. So everyone stand up for everyone that's trying to bully Noah for all of this. And again, people are also still trying to cancel him for being feminine, which I touched on in great detail last week. Which is a literally saw TikTok today. It said Being feminine equals queer baiting. No. So you have you can't have it both ways. You can't say we need to end toxic masculinity, all of that, but then when a guy chooses his quote unquote feminine side, which again, masculinity, feminine they're all social constructs made up. None of it's real. Like who says dancing a certain way is feminine like anyway and he has and I don't blame him for not apologizing again I'm sure everyone has a different viewpoint on this but you can't be he's and this is saying like he has like oh like that's just saying like if you have a black friend you're not ready. that's like he is close friends with James Charles and do you not think as one of the leading advocates for LGBTQ rights James Charles would have brought this up if it was a big deal no because it's not. It's people looking for 10,000 likes on TikTok that will duet it and be like, wow, this is queer queerbait. This is mocking homosexual. No. Not everything is so personal and needs to be taken to that level. It is a TikTok. None of these TikToks are real. It's. It's so enormously stupid. See, I'm not touching on that subject anymore. Again, he'll probably still be so we canceled it for next week, but Noah, I love you. Noah, we have your back. So next on the list is back, again, like we just talked about, is Amelie and Mattia. So they're being canceled for a private Snapchat that Amelie texted Mattia because Mattia is, again, a very famous TikToker, and I guess they were making plans... To co- he was going to come to L.A. soon where they all live and they are close friends, I'm pretty sure. So he meant to post something on a s- spam account, but it actually definitely posted to his real accounts. And the it was a Snapchat from Amelie saying, you're coming to L.A., we're partying hard, hard. You don't even have to tell me twice. And then again, it's the 12-year-old fan account, so I guarantee you don't follow any of the simplest COVID rules, like all the other people who peak in high school, throwing parties all over and not listening to anything. And it's like, in the, how can you preach wearing masks and social distancing, but you haven't been keeping safe? I would just like to know, since many people look up to you and this can be confusing, no. And Matia commented on the post by TikTok room of that comment saying, this was posted on my spam, LMFAO. This isn't what she meant. I already cleared it up. She w- meant having fun. Amelia does, doesn't promote any of that. And basically clarified that th- this w- hadn't didn't have anything to do with, like, now, especially during the midst of the pandemic. He was, like, so he again commented again, said, keep in mind, this wasn't, this was, this was for future planning, not for right now. I wouldn't be partying hard during a pandemic. She was saying this for the next time we see each other to hang out and have fun. Like, that's all it is. Like, when he comes to LA, they're going to party. And I guarantee. guess what? None of them are, part like, following anything. Like, this is not not news. Like, again, this whole thing with Lorraine's birthday party. And if you watch any of their YouTube videos, they're with, like, 20 other people. And all of you guys getting mad. First of all, I guarantee... And they have the money and the access and connections to be able to... I they do believe they get tested regularly. And so all of you guys commenting, like, that stuff. Like, you're not doing it either. Like, you're telling me you practice every... COVID rule. No, you don't. Again, it's the like, it's the trying to find a problem where there's not one in order to get at most 30k likes. It doesn't make sense at all. So they're, once again, being canceled for this. It's just another reason why we need to get rid of cancel culture. There's a difference between holding someone accountable and trying to end their careers over something like this. So next we got. A more serious thing to discuss. So, we have Tony Lopez to talk about. Tony Lopez is a very problematic TikToker, dare I say. It all started again when he had a sex tape released where he was receiving oral sex and it was being filmed, obviously. And he's hated on for, quote-unquote, people accusing him of shaking his dick on TikTok. But I... He's mainly doing dances, but, like, I can see where they're coming from. And he's trying to do it, like, for the 12-year-old fans. And they call him a pedophile and, like, a – and all this – they go – at a point it goes too far. But some Snapchats did get released for texting a 15-year-old, basically telling her to come over. And he's overage. So it, it you can't do that with a fifty you can't it's just not and you have to be smarter than, and basically she he convinced him her, I meant, to come to the hype house and had sex. And they did, I think. And so there are screenshots of Snapchat saying, Like, babe, like quit playing, like I'm trying to F you, but you playing with explicit photos. And she said he would snap me every day at random times just wanting to say some slut to me about wanting to fuck or some weird shit and go along with it. Just And she was just going along with it to build a case against him, which, again, I, don't, I, I guarantee you he never texted her or called her and she said this. But, again, that doesn't dismiss if it actually happened. And there are messages saying, you said you – and she said my – Bad I but I thought you was like five foot eleven. He's also like five foot seven or something. And she said he responded saying, You said you didn't care what the fuck, LMAO. I don't know why I kept going with it, just come tonight. I'm not trying to hook up in my car, I'm good. And he said, It's in the rain, it's a vibe, alright then never mind, good talking to you. While it lasted, you missed out. And then she was like, Bye like And that was also with a seventeen year old too. And then he proceeded to block the person on Twitter. And, again, what I can say is you have to take this with a grain of salt because they could be fake. There are easy ways to edit Snapchats to make it look like she could have had it on Snapchat but then change someone's contact to that. Like, But if this is true, he deserves everything that's coming from it. it's not. It's illegal. That is statutory rape. I don't want to see any media outlets covering it as, oh, he had sex with a 15-year-old, you can't have sex with a 15-year-old, they cannot consent, it is rape. He deserves to go to jail. If this is real, he deserves to go to jail, or at least have his platform removed. See, this is the big difference between this and Noah Beck acting feminine. The reactions are the same. One is illegal, one is perceived wrong over something that is nothing. But Tony Loeb, this is... This is serious. And I hope it doesn't go away. I hope the truth comes out, whatever it may be. And I hope whoever is in the wrong is brought to justice. I just want to say that. So, yeah. That's what all I have to say about Tony Lopez for now. And there's also this new trend on TikTok that I would like to discuss. And it's the, If you guys know, Will Smith was cheated on by his wife. And have of affair, so they're it's all going this trend is to the song theme song of fresh prince of bel-air and it's basically guys saying like you girls thought you could get away with what y'all did to will smith and it's photos screenshots of them crying assuming they broke their hearts and cheated and ghosted them whatever and no that is not how this works they are not responsible for will smith's wife Cheated. like that is ju- if you do that you're you're not a member of the quote unquote boys no you're an asshole and that is fucked up and i just want to say it's i get it and maybe people joke around telling their friends to cry for pitch i doubt i would like to hope people wouldn't actually do that but you never know and then again with the girls response y'all could pay for what ted bundy do same thing but you know for a fact they're joking i guarantee you they're not going to. Rampage like Ted Bundy did. But it's a little extreme to compare it to, like, Ted Bundy. But I hope this trend fucking... It's evil, this whole fucking thing. But again, it goes back to our high school culture where cheating and everything like that is so prominent because people are so immature and they run away whenever anything is real. And it's, it's the same people who think they're who care so much more about, like, popularity and, like, hey, if I... Like, it again, it, like, the worst... Per- it's, like, the worst person you are, the more attracted people are to you. It's, like, the real life. It's assholes get more women than nice guys. So people think they have to do that. And, again, if you actually do it, you're just as worse as the assholes. You are an asshole. And... But it's people thinking high school, Matt, and they'll do anything for popularity and... It's, like, the same people who think they're too cool to talk to certain people or, like, if someone's trying to have a conversation, like, ignore them because they're not on your level or, like, who think that high school popularity is the most important thing and they'll do whatever and they'll be fake to be cool. And that just sort of ties in with the whole thing about cheating. It is. It's, like, and they're sort of unrelated, but at the same time, it's this culture that we have appropriated. So that's all I want to say. And I just want to say a quick congratulations to the winner of Nick's season, Vanessa Grimaldi from The Bachelor. Um, she recently got engaged to her boyfriend, who was not Nick, but um, my cousin's madly in love with her. So he'll be a little disappointed about it. But, you know, she's already had one get engagement fall through. So you never know. But I wish them the best. She's a great person. He seems like a great person, and I hope nothing but the best for them. And I hope they have a long, happy marriage. So thank you guys for listening so much. I appreciate it. Everyone, give it a share. We gotta keep our numbers up. I want to stay at at least forty viewers per episode. Make sure to follow, and subscribe. And if again, if any of you guys are interested in doing a segment, interested in just seeing how this whole thing works out, talking a little bit, hit me up. Instagram rwooks too. TikTok, Artworks2, Twitter, Bachelor Pack one um, So, yeah, and next week, I'm really hoping to do a Kissing Booth 2 review. I have to find something to do it with. And there's all sorts of news surrounding Joey King and also with Jacob Eldory. So I'm ecstatic for that, and I'm ecstatic for next week's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you all have a great whole week. Love you guys. <laughs>